place for days. Got guns galore, got combo moves, evades and more. With bear traps and hand grenades, pull the pistol like a maniac right in your face. Popping off caps, leave a trail of guts. Sitting on my chair, scratching my nuts. Don't stop when I shoot full auto was on. Your grass is grass and I'm on the lawn. Hot lead to the head and I won't stop. What your crew gonna do when I hack and chop? All these bitches are prima donnas. I stuff my face with chimichangas. Tacos and beers, always keeping it loose. Hang on for a minute while I'm dropping a deuce. Hey there, folks, and welcome to episode 134 of Eddie and Caleb Zerocast. Of course, as always, my name is Caleb Baldwin. Please feel free to follow me on Twitter at I am Caleb. That's I am Caleb. And then follow my friend, co-host, and producer, Eddie Cornelison, at E-D-D-Y-C-8-5. Follow the show at E-C underscore hero. hero bleh, and check out our Instagram, E-C Herocast. Gmail is E-C Herocast at gmail.com. And episode 134, recording date, is Thursday, November 3rd. We are into uh, Scorpio season. And Eddie, how are you doing on this this lovely Thursday afternoon, sir? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. I don't know what Scorpio season is, but all right. That's, uh, Scorpio is a zodiac sign. I know, but I don't pay attention to any of that. Okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. That's very uh it's very Leo of you. Oh, I'm not a Leo, so. Well, what's your zodiac sign? Uh Aries. Yeah, that's very Aries of you. That that makes sense. I know. Dude, you're you're just you become insufferable when Mercury is in retrograde, that's for sure. I used to have a coworker who she was big into that, and she would be like, "Oh, I just, yeah. I just can't believe you're not a cancer. It's so weird. I can't believe you're not a cancer." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, it's not real, so sorry I wasn't born in the month that you think I should have been born in. Doesn't dictate yeah, who should. I am." You should have been born in mid in late June or early July. That's for sure. Or is it late May, early June? Either way, I have no whatever idea. the cancer season is, I can't remember. I'm a Virgo, just like my uh, three of my best friends, actually. We're all the same zodiac sign. Well, I don't know. That's, I just remember her saying that all the time. Like, oh, I just can't believe you're not a cancer. I just can't believe it. I'm like, uh, yeah. this conversation makes me wish I had cancer, because they're that bad. But hey that's a That's a solid dad joke right there. That's a hack bit, man. I mean, she, um, she, but she said it like multiple times. Like I would do something that I would consider normal, and she'd be like, eh, "I just can't believe you're not a cancer." I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Someone asked me. They're like, "What's your zodiac sign?" I'm like, uh, "Virgo," and they're like, "Oh, that makes sense." Like it was a red flag. <laughs> and they're like, "What's your rising sign?" And I had to come back like five minutes later, and I was like, uh, it turns out I'm a Gemini rising. And they're like, oh my god, that makes perfect sense. That explains everything. I'm like, what the hell do you mean? I don't even know what rising Whatever. is. What is that? It's I. It That takes into account like when and where you were born. It's like 
the place and the uh, time of day as well. Oh, jeez. Well, now I need Yeah, it's know. ridiculous. Yeah. So, well, do you know, like, the minute that you were born? Or, like, r- like a rough guesstimate of when that was? I know what time, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Because I was, like, I was born on the 20th, but um, I was, like, dangerously close to being born on the 21st. I say dangerously as though it's a bad thing, but, you know, it's whatever. All this talk about Zodiac signs makes me wish I was dead. Pool. Guys, we're reviewing Deadpool. I'm going to get so many stupid targeted ads from this, I just have a feeling. But... <laughs> oh, about your Zodiac sign? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, buy your horoscope here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's see. I've almost got it calculated. Oh, God, the birth city. Yep. London, Ohio, wherever wherever you were born. Nope. Was it London? Columbus. Columbus Columbus proper. Got ya. Uh, I guess the ascending is Libra. Yep, that's that's your rising sign. Yeah. Uh, when looking upon <coughs> this combination, you may not think the person with such combining signs would be complicated. After all, peace-loving Libra... And war-loving Aries are completely opposite to one another. Well, that's that's true. I am war-loving, so. Yeah, you couldn't wait for uh, you couldn't wait for us to go to Iraq. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. You blast have you totally you always blast have you forgotten by Daryl Worley like that's your favorite country song. I think we should go to war with North Korea next. I think, dude, I think we should just be constantly in war. Yeah. Oh, wait. hey Let's join uh, no, Ukraine enough, enough. and then send other troops to North Korea. And then... Dude, I got an idea. I got an idea. We should join the Ukraine-Russia conflict on both sides. Hmm. That way, no matter who wins, we come out on top. Eh... Hey, that's called hedging your bets, man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I guess. But I'm also peace-loving, <laughs> so I can only... I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. I guess that's that's a new thing. So what is Libra? Libra is what, a scale? I think. I don't what? Know. That's a symbol. It's a oh, scale. Oh, the, the little symbol? Yeah, no, mine's a woman, so I wouldn't... Yeah, I'm not concerned. Oh, that's hot. Yeah, it is hot. Hey, I've rubbed off. I've rubbed off on you. After two and a half years of podcasting, you, you've inherited some of my personality traits. That's awesome. Well, you know, that's the love to see it. Virgo. What is it? You, you Virgo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the Virgo. Yeah, that's the Virgo in me for sure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> God, this Which, is so stupid. So well, much talk about zodiac signs. Real quick, it's like. You know, because we got, I mean, this will be dated by the time this comes out, when we got an election next week, if someone would run for president and say Halloween will be on the final Saturday of October, that would get my vote every time. And I don't, <laughs> and the reason I, I brought that up is I don't want to hear people to be like, well, actually the fall equinox, nobody cares about that. Nobody cares about that. Parents want to take out kids on Saturday night or Friday night. You could do Friday night, and then as it's a rain, as if it rains, then you can move it to Saturday. That's acceptable too. Yeah. Uh, 
but parents want to take out kids on, on a weekend because they have to work in the morning. There's no school the next day. And uh, college-age kids love it because you get to go to bars. So it's it's a win-win all around. And, yeah, I don't know why. we. It's like that and having the Super Bowl right before, what is it, Martin Luther King Day. Like, I don't understand why we don't do these things. It's so simple. Yeah. But the one yeah. time I proposed this, someone was like, well, actually, the fall equinox, no one cares. No one cares about that. Dude, okay, first off, first off, I don't know what the point is about the fall equinox. But no, the fall there is, equinox there is, is in none. late September. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, that's in that's in late September. Like, that's like the 22nd or 23rd of September every single year. I um, know, but it's like, oh, well, we <coughs> have to do the Halloween on this day because of the – no one cares. Like, yeah, it doesn't, no. no one cares if it's on the 31st. Just make it the last Saturday. Genuinely. Friday or Saturday of the of the October. It's a win-win. While we're making changes, while we're making changes to things, let's move baseball season up because I'm tired of baseball ending in November. I want it to be over by the 30th of October. That should be the 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 last day of the season. Yeah, I should agree. be October 30th. Should be October 30th. Too many games, but if, they're never going to reduce that. Yeah, they're never going to reduce games. So what you have to do, you have to move everything up by like two weeks. So it's like you start spring training in mid-February. You start, you know, the games, the spring training games in mid-February. You start, you start the season in March four on like March 14, 15 or whatever to directly to coincide with spring break. Awesome. Cool. So the old guys like me can just watch it and whatever. Also, as far as Halloween goes, like I, I don't care when it is. If I want to get housed on a Monday, I'm going to do it. That's just I'm an adult. It's my it's my decision. But yeah, you know, start start baseball season earlier, move it up, and uh, have it done by October 30th, no matter what. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Also, also, real quick, reformat the playoffs. I don't mind. And I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this as a salty Braves fan who's like, ooh, the bye week and blah blah blah. No. Okay, I am saying this because you've kind of already stolen a little bit of the NFL format with the, you know, six versus three, four versus five. So instead of saying like, okay, you've got to play these three games in a row and then you get one day rest minimum to maximum, say you start the first round of the playoffs. And this mitigates, by the way, the chance of uh, day games during the week because nobody can watch those because people work during the day during the week what you do you start the first round that wild card round friday saturday sunday just like they did this and then you take four days off and then you start the divisional round on you know friday saturday travel day sunday monday tuesday so on and so forth does that make sense and then just go from there yeah that's all right yeah and then you know the wild card team you know, the team that has the bye can't say, well, like, we had rest and blah, 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 and use that excuse, which is lame. It's a limp dick excuse, and no one should ever make it. Um, I did not make it once after the Braves got eliminated, and I'm not going to. I didn't have and to. Then we also, won our wild card series. Or, sorry, it uh, doesn't division ma- it, series. It, it, it doesn't matter. That's the very next round. If you're not first, you're last. Anyway, um, that being said... You know, wildcard teams can't go, well, we didn't have our best arms because we had to play the wildcard, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, no excuses. Mm. People just get to move forward and live their life. No, I'm okay with the wildcard winner being at a disadvantage. But one would argue, are they? Yes. Either way, (laughs) 
Either way, enough about baseball. Yeah, the World Series is over. Congrats to the Phillies for winning in six games. Mm -hmm. I sure hope that is correct. Yes, the Phillies in six. It's going to happen. Yeah, it happened. Even after they just got no... they got no hit last night, but yeah, it happened on uh, Saturday, November 5th. Yeah, um, in Houston, <laughs> Mattress Mac had a heart attack and died, RIP to a real one. No one will miss him because yes. the Astros fans are all a bunch of dorks who dress like astronauts. Yes. Also, by the way, happy birthday to my niece. She turned eight. Very this is going to be dated by the time it comes out, but yeah, happy birthday to her. The Ocho. Stop. Stop. That's a that's a bad or it's a stupid idea from bad creative no, or whatever. Great, Jericho cre- great said. idea from creative. Sure. Um, where were okay? February 12, 2016. This was roughly Valentine's weekend. Did you have a sweetheart at the time? <laughs> it's funny you mention that. Um, yeah. The month before was the infamous Florida trip which i know i've told you about yes uh, i went with uh, a female was hoping it would be the trip that you know in a few i was hoping it'd be the trip we'd look back on and be like that was the trip that uh we fell in love and decided to get married all that crap and uh it was the opposite it was a yeah. disaster. I was, couldn't wait to get home. It was just nonstop complaint. I mean, there was some good parts. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't a complete mess. But uh, when you're on a trip with someone who's complaining a lot, I I, I believe I told this story. It was a, on a mailbag on RBR. And Maxwell summed it up perfectly when he said, ugh, that's frustrating. And I can't even do it justice. It was just... It was everything. It was just, it was frustrating. It was like nothing was good enough. Nothing was going right, and it's like, ugh. I mean, we 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 maintained friends for a little while, but eventually, it was. Uh, I can pinpoint that trip as the thing that eventually ended the. Fr- not ended. It's not like I hate her. I could text her right now and be like, "Hey, what's up?" But. Um, we just don't hang out anymore, and I'm pretty much I can point to that trip and be like, yeah, that that really didn't do wonders, <laughs> but and eh, you know it happens. So no, no yeah, sweetheart around happen. that time because of that trip. None, none for me either. This was uh, like I said, a low confidence era, Caleb, for sure. So, but hey, saw this on funny enough Valentine's Day with uh. Friend of the show, William Kelly, hmm. even wore a pink polo shirt to the theater. I uh, I saw this in the theater. I don't think I've seen it since. And also, spoiler for next okay. week, my time capsule will be uh, wrestling related. And it does not include a going to a live event. It's actually way more okay. interesting. Went Okay. Pretty, so I have went one. pretty viral, actually. It's uh, man, you have to wait till next week. Okay, it's yeah, one of my favorite I, uh, stories my... I'll be telling on here. I'll say. Did you already tell? No, I'll ask. Uh, I don't. Off the air. I don't think Never you know mind. about it, honestly. I don't think I've mentioned it. Uh, I'm gonna text you right now. Okay. Maybe I ha- if I have, I don't remember it, but. Uh... 
I, I just text the group chat. <laughs> no. It's not that one. Did you already tell that one? Yeah, I've told that one, and uh, that's not okay. wrestling related either. Oh <laughs> uh, well, pardon me. Pardon moi. And I said it was a favorite story. The story you're referencing is not is is a sad story. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, mine will be relatively wrestling related, but you know we'll go there. Anyway, champions in wrestling. Speaking of, this is an odd, another odd quartet. The 2015, 2016, and I think it continues into 2017 as well. The Roman, whole like Roman Reigns is just so we're no. No. no, funny enough. So this was uh, shortly after the Royal Rumble of 2016. So the WWE World Heavyweight Champion at the time, Triple H, like semi-retired, oh, wrestles God, like was so bad. two times a year, two times a year Triple H, yeah. That was when everybody uh, was gonna... injured, I remember that. Yeah, because I, uh, never mind, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, right. NXT Champion, NXT Champion, Finn Balor, as the kids would say. Uh, TNA World Heavyweight Champion Matt Hardy in his Big Money Matt era. Were you watching TNA at the time? No, not no really, but uh, I will say this NXT era was one of my favorite, probably the favorite. Oh, no, yeah, this was peak NXT, man. Yeah. Like, this is, like, we're, like, seven, six weeks away from, from Zayn Nakamura in Dallas. And, again, we'll get there. Don't worry, guys. Uh, oh, ROH World Champion, still boring-ass Jay Lethal. So that's cool. Hey. Jay and Jay. Jay and Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Triple J. Yeah. You gotta love Jeff Jarrett, though, man. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, here's the thing. You know, people say, oh, Wild Slapnuts, you know, has appeared. Shout out Marky D, the one of the best channels on YouTube. Um, Jeff Jarrett, you have to admire this guy, and here's why. Yes, he is, as Christian Cage would say, a carny piece of shit. But he is the best carny piece of shit in a business full of carny pieces of shit. I loved the debut. I thought it was great. Now, I don't want him to use the guitar every week and say slap nuts every week. For a debut, it was fine. (laughs) But, like, he might need to reinvent himself a little bit. I disagree. I think he should just do nostalgia the whole time. Um, <laughs> I would. I'll say this. I wouldn't mind if he was the new grumpy old man. Um, oh like yeah, the Eric Bischoff. Someone said. And Cornette. Yeah, I was gonna say someone. Someone said he's the new Dan Lambert, which it's like okay, that's, that's, cool, that's fine too. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Like I said, I it's just because most wrestlers are carnies. Let's just be honest. Jeff Jarrett is just really good at it. He's mm-hmm. really good at making money off of people. Yeah. And that has to be at least respected. You yeah. don't have to admire the guy, but you have to respect what you know what he can do and how he can finesse people. Uh, this song actually went semi-viral again. Sorry about that. This song went semi-viral again a few weeks ago after the release of a certain show on Netflix. Uh, number one song, Dark Horse by Katy Perry featuring Juicy J. Eat your heart out like Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh. Yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Did you dress as Jeffrey Dahmer for Halloween? I didn't dress up, pal. No, yeah, me neither. I also uh, wouldn't have dressed up as that. My team was like, you you need to dress up, because I work in retail, and they're like, you need to dress up. We're dressing up. And I'm like, 
I'll wear a pumpkin shirt. Sure enough, yeah, wore a pumpkin shirt. You were David? sure, yeah. yeah. Old KB pumpkins, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny to me though that like so many people are, some people, so many people heard about Jeffrey Dahmer through the Netflix show because I remember hearing about this as a as a kid, just because I have a older brother who's kind of quirky and you know has interest in that sort of thing like serial killers and everything but again you know you grow up in small town oklahoma what do you have time to do research things look into things that kind of thing so i either way didn't know much about him until i watched the show it was very good um yeah i didn't you like, don't have i knew siblings. he was a killer you don't, you don't, that's hey, about it you don't, have any, you don't have any siblings though right no well, I did know okay, he also so. went to Ohio State for, like, not even a semester. He dropped out mm-hmm. or failed or whatever. Um, yeah. I, I did know that, and then I knew he was a killer, but I knew nothing else. I didn't know he was gay. I didn't know he ate people. I didn't know what he I mean, mm-hmm. I just, I didn't know. So uh, now I do, and, uh, yeah, he's world's probably better off without him. All right, facts anyway, and figures of, of the movie. Speaking of dead. Yes. So budget, fifty-eight million. Pretty small budget. I think uh, my theory is, I mean, we've done R-rated movies on here before, but not like this. So my thinking is, Fox wanted to be very careful and not give a ton of money to an R-rated superhero movie that would also be like a mainstream superhero movie. So they were a little iffy on if this would work or not so that was my theory and they even make jokes during the movie about how they didn't have a big budget which was true 58 million pretty small but the return on investment quite quite well 782.6 million big time good enough for good enough for a sequel Oh, yeah, and a third one. So that uh, puts it at number six on the list at $724.6 million. The inflation is $896.1 million. That puts it right below The Dark Knight, but right above Spider-Man, although the inflation with Spider-Man is, like, way higher. But we don't, yeah. we don't count that because... But, no. yeah, number six. How about that? Pretty, pretty good. That is very good. Also kind of surprising it's that high. But again, you know, small budget helps out. Yeah, well, you know, people love the Deadpool. I I, I mean, look, I knew people were mad at his portrayal in uh, Origins. I didn't think, I mean, I said the movie was a guilty pleasure. I understood that they completely botched the character, but I didn't mind what they gave us. But having said that, it's like, well, this is like far superior in every way. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Oh, critic. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, critics, 85% fans, 90%. So mm. very high numbers. Okay. Yes. And, uh, let's see, I guess the cast. I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of surprised the critics went that high. I feel I, like, you know, they would have been kind of up their own ass about, like, well, it's, you know, it's smut or it's filth or whatever, like, they're, like, a Christian coalition against whatever, but, you know. Yeah, 
I mean, I, I don't, I don't view critics as like the Christian coalition. I view them more as like, well, this, this sort of thing is beneath me. But, <laughs> yeah, this is too brass. But I, I, I still have not forgotten. We, I'm still keeping track of when the critics kind of just lose touch of the, the common man. Because clearly we're still. Uh, he- I feel like if um, I'm guessing, if I'm putting a timeline together. I'm going to say Venom. It could be. It could be, but I'm still waiting for it. I'm not saying that, like, every movie the critics and fans are going to agree, but yeah. I feel like... Um, but we're, we're definitely there now. Uh, well, they've definitely, they definitely lose touch by October 2018. Just, spoiler alert, there's a huge disparity between audience and uh, critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Just saying. Well, same with Black Adam. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. Maybe it's before then. I don't know. Could uh, be. Could be. Let's see. Uh, Talk about the cast. Yeah. How about, uh, let's see here. Um, First off, okay, who played Colossus? CGI. <laughs> CGI was a great straight man. It was voiced by uh, Stefan Kapisic, a Serbian actor. Either way. Yeah, I don't know. Him and uh, Brianna Hildebrand as Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Great uh, great straight men to Deadpool, 100%. Mm -hmm. It was a great little trio, I agree. Yes, yes, the absolutely. straight man, the moody teen, and then Deadpool. The moody teen who may not be a straight man after all. We'll find out. Oh. Uh, let's see. Well, how about TJ Miller as Weasel? Love TJ. He's great here. It's so sad that, like, he's apparently a dick in real life and no one likes to work with him. <laughs> Was it was it him? Who is it, it? He said he didn't want to work with. Was it Ryan Reynolds? That's what he said. That like Ryan Reynolds is so hard to work with or whatever. But um, well, I don't. I'm just looking at the latest. It says T.J. Miller it says he and Ryan Reynolds have made up. But oh, he's okay. also not in Deadpool three. But I don't know. I know the Silicon Valley people hate him. So. Yeah. It makes me think that, and like the whole cast of Silicon Valley, I think, hated him. And it sucks because he was like the funniest part of the show. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I'm glad they made up, but, uh, yeah, doesn't sound like he's easy to work with, which is a shame because he's really funny. And he was great in this, yeah. but... Uh, I get it, you know, when your problems outweigh what you bring to the table, you know, and I'm pretty sure yeah. Kyrie, Kyrie Irving's about to find that out. <laughs> mm-hmm. When your problems exceed hey. your talent. Speaking of problems, shout out Gina Carano. Gina, yeah. We're saying the same thing. No. Yeah, Gina Carano, uh, I mean, she was fine as the henchman uh i know she got canceled i don't even remember why who can keep track but uh uh i 
it was anti-Semitic something or other. I can't remember. Well, I don't know if that was the case. Church- she <laughs> works for Ben Shapiro now, but I was going to say she works for Ben <laughs> Shapiro now. Yeah, I don't think a it well was documented- anti-Semitic. Um, a well-documented anti-Semite, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> yeah. According to some. Now I'm curious. Let me look it up, even though I hate... We can look into that. We can look into that. I'm going to shout out some other people in this podcast, or in this movie, rather. Um, Let's see here. Shout out to Jeremy Pizza Guy for being a creep. Uh, Shout out to Warlord. Ed Screen is Ajax. I love that guy. Uh, We'll talk more about him when Eddie's available. Uh, Dopinder. uh, Kareen. Karen. Kareen, Kareen, let's go Karen, Karen Sony, S-O-N-I, loved it, especially when he said Mr. Pool, it just, you know, it's it's a little, it, it's a, a stupid joke, but he got a chuckle out of me, you know, loved him as the taxi driver, even though it felt a little bit stereotypical, but you know, it's whatever, um, it was 2016, it was a different time, six years ago, <laughs> Okay, let's see who else we got here. Uh, I guess Anyone you said a bunch of talking? stuff. Um, the thing that got her fired from Mandalorian. So yeah, she had some stuff that could. I don't. I don't want to contribute to any of this stuff, but um, um, perceived anti-Semitism. But then she clarified it and whatever. But the thing that got her fired from uh, Mandalorian, which is uh you know disney and uh yeah is she tweeted she had tweets where she mocked mask wearing and suggested voter fraud had occurred uh, oh i mean the mask thing it's like it's, i don't know we don't i mean no one wears them anymore so like who cares but i guess back Some then people i get do it work. not many um um but yeah, the voter fraud thing is, um, yeah, that's it's not a good look. Agreed. Yeah, the Agreed. mask, the mask stuff doesn't. I don't know. I to me, it's like if you want to wear one, wear it. But I yeah, I here's the thing. I don't like yeah, the inconsistency of it, where it's like, oh, you have to, you, you got to wear it here in this building, but not this building. It's like, what does it matter? Yeah. I mean, hospitals is different. I'm not even. I'm not including that. But it's not like it's not like I go to a hospital every day unless I work there, which I don't. But yeah. But yeah, the um, like the office, the office building, which I don't go to. If I wanted to, I could. But they brought him back for like a little bit. It's like, what was the point of that? But I know <laughs> the voter fraud thing is yeah. stupid. Like, just stop with all that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what do you think of uh, Ed Screen as Ajax, a.k.a. Francis? Ajax was uh, a solid villain, solid opening villain. Uh, okay. He was not, like, he's not going to be, like, super memorable. In fact, because I said I'd only seen this once, uh, he was not super memorable. I'm like, who was the villain in this before I watched it? I'm like, I think it was a bald guy. That sounds about right, which I was correct. But not super memorable, but he, he fit the bill for what this needed to be. Um, yeah. Spoiler for the second movie, the villain gets a lot better. But I mean, for this, I'm not saying that the actor did bad, but uh, 
it was is a weaker villain, but also filled the role. Like he wasn't supposed. It wasn't about the villain, if that makes sense. It was more yeah. about the origin story, and they just needed somebody to fill the role, so they picked one, and he did good. No, I agree. They did a good job. And yeah. uh, by the way, Ed Screen is going to show up later in the podcast uh, in Alita: Battle Angel. Relatively small role, but still an appearance. Hmm. Yeah. How about uh do we talk about Vanessa yet? Uh no we haven't. Yeah. Morena Basarin? I don't know. Yeah, she she's Bay. Yeah, she did a great job. Uh I love yeah. the chemistry with her and, and Wade Wilson. I I bought it. I bought that these people would uh be into each other. Uh she played the role really yeah, well just, just two different, two different types of white trash just attracted to each other kind of yeah, yeah. They, they they made you know they they were um they did like the cute stuff where it's like you know oh i lived in a crack house where we all had to fight for our food it's like oh you lived in a house it's like oh i slept in a refrigerator box like oh you're at a refrigerator like Stuff like that. I thought it was very funny where they would make fun of each other, how poor they were. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was good stuff. It was good stuff. You know who's not poor? <laughs> the possible future owner of the Ottawa Senators, Ryan Reynolds, as Wade Wilson slash Deadpool. Again, the podcast, yeah. what, a, what, a, what a week. It drops right on the week that Ryan Reynolds expresses interest in buying a hockey team. That's a... Uh, that's a good coincidence. We're back in the coincidence category. We had one, what, last week, too? What was it? No, it was the Ant-Man trailer. That's right. That was two weeks ago. Yeah. 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 So we had the Ant-Man trailer drop, and then, uh, yeah. Oh, now... the Creed 3 trailer dropped, I think, the same week as we did Fantastic Four. Yeah, and then we tied it in with Jonathan Majors, who's, like, mega-jacked. <laughs> yeah. He might give a... Uh... Old Aaron Taylor Johnson run for his money. I don't know about all that. Aaron Taylor Johnson is a noted hunk. That's all I gotta say. Let's just give Kang a chance now. Speaking of hashtag give Kang a chance. Speaking of, <laughs> I actually bought the 4K 4K copy of Bullet Train today at a at a store. Oh, a store. Good. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, I might also work at this store, and I was like, I'm going to name them, and then I'm like, ah, there's a whole, you know, doesn't matter. Yeah. We said we were going to disguise the name, so it's Dunder Mifflin, or... Uh, yes, Dunder Mifflin. Yeah, I went to Dunder Mifflin, yeah, and bought a Blu-ray, or 4K, as it were. Cloud Nine, or Megalomart, or uh, <laughs> yeah. running out of fake stores. Quickie Mart. Is that even still a thing, Quickie or did they, they canceled up? Who I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think it just has new ownership. Probably okay. just got bought by a white guy. Anyway, uh, Ryan Reynolds was great. Uh, you could tell <laughs> he. I mean, he, I know he hated the uh, the the other Deadpool he did. They even make fun of it in this movie. Yeah. So yeah, he uh, and they made fun of him as well. Yeah. So he he. He he definitely I, he's a fan of the character I know, and you could tell yeah. that this is 
like how he envisioned it and just yeah. perfection. Now I see why people were so upset about Origins because it's like, well, this is so much better than like the the guy with the mouth sewn shut. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to say it, and I think a lot of people know this, so I don't think this is exactly a hot take. In most movies he is in, Ryan Reynolds is just playing Van Wilder, and this is no exception. Well, that's one of my favorite movies, so tread lightly. (laughs) Good for you. I'm just saying Ryan Reynolds has basically been, for most of his career, been playing the same character. Just like The Rock, which, I mean, funny enough, Black Adam was actually a departure. Well, yeah, um, I wouldn't say he was playing Van Wilder in this. Maybe a little bit. But, I mean, this is how the character should have been played. I wouldn't want it any other way. I don't disagree. No, I like it. And here's the thing. I like it. I'm just saying. That's just a criticism of Ryan Reynolds is all. Ah. Well... He'd probably be playing the same in Deadpool 3. I expect that, and I'm not going to be disappointed. And this is not disappointment. This is just, I just wanted to be honest. That's all. That's why we're here. Did we talk about, uh, I feel like we talked about Deadpool 3 on the podcast with Hugh Jackman coming back. I'm 100% certain that we did. Okay. Well, we'll review it, and uh, it sounds awesome. Yes. Yes. Who did I predict? Oh, I predicted uh, Omega Red would be the villain. We'll see. Sure. Sure. I predict uh, Squirrel Girl is going to show up. No, I don't think so. I'm waiting on it, man. Well, should we jump into the plot? Yeah, we need to hurry this one up. <laughs> well, we open with a still frame in the middle of a horrific car crash that Deadpool has caused with some hilarious names in the credits. So it's like yes, and, uh, God's perfect idiot. That's mm-hmm. uh, Ryan's credit there. CGI guy was Colossus, an angsty teen, and British villain. Yeah, hot girl for Vanessa. Yeah. Uh, so they open with a dead poison in the back of a cab. He moves to the front. And he tells the cab driver he's off to get the guy who did this to him. And then he pulls off his mask, and we see how horribly disfigured he is. Cab driver also like has Freddy a... Uh, he did look like Freddy Krueger. He looked like Freddy Krueger had sex with a topographical map of Utah. Mm-hmm. Or a, that's a, that's av- a avocado that's a had sex with an older avocado, but not normal <laughs> sex, like angry sex, like... <laughs> We're, we're, this isn't working, but this is the only thing keeping us together. <laughs> Shout out TJ Miller. He was so quotable here. I know. I even used one of his uh, his gifts last night from this, where it's like, uh, I don't want to think about that or see that ever again. Yeah. Uh, also, the cab driver, for what it's worth... Uh, has a girl has a girl he likes, but uh, has a romantic rival who's taken that girl from him. So more on that later. So yeah. let me cut to Francis Freeman, who's the British villain, as the credits described him. He's got enhanced strength, mm-hmm. and he doesn't feel pain. Kind of generic, but it's okay. He's also got a female sidekick. That's uh, Angel Dust. Same powers, I believe. Yeah. Uh, 
So he's driving down the freeway as Deadpool dives into his car from the overpass. And it's a pretty cool fight scene inside this SUV as Deadpool kills a few of them. More guys show up. Uh, Colossus sees this on the TV from the X-Mansion. And he asks uh, a teenage girl to come with him. He's That's a, a protege sort of deal. So, back at the bridge, Deadpool kills more people, but unfortunately Francis, the guy he's after, wasn't there. And Deadpool says, well, it's time to tell you guys how we ended up here. Flashback to Wade Wilson, who's like a... Whoa, whoa. Wait, shout out to the soundtrack, Shoop, Salt by Salt and Pepper. Mm-hmm. And we flashback to Wade Wilson. He's like a mercenary for hire. Doesn't always kill people. Sometimes he just roughs them up for money. Yeah. And there's like a little headquarters for this group. It's a bar. And they bet on who will be killed or which of them will be killed. It's called the Deadpool. So Wade also meets a waitress there named Vanessa. They hit it off right before bonding over terrible childhoods. They go to an arcade where he wins a Voltron ring, and then they have sex. Sounds like the perfect date. I did love the attendant. He's like, here, you can now summon the power of the lions to form Voltron, and you can now erase things. <laughs> yes, in pencil. Yeah. A few months later, during uh, Christmas, Wade kind of proposes, but he, she turns it around, and then he ends up saying yes, and then he has one of my favorite lines in the movie, where he's like, gosh, I feel like a little girl. <laughs> I died at that. It was so subtle, and like, probably didn't even notice he said it, but and then uh, Wade gets up, and then he passes out. And then we cut to the hospital. He's diagnosed with terminal cancer. And uh, something about, now I know why people are scared of success, because he made this thing about, like, oh, my life's finally perfect, and then this happens. So, fear of success. That has a name, but I don't remember it. Anyway. Uh, we cut back to the bridge, and Deadpool finally finds Francis. He knocks him off this motorcycle he was on, beats him up, stabs him with his sword, takes off his mask. Francis recognizes him. Deadpool's about to kill him, but then Colossus shows up and stops him. He throws him toward a car, and then Deadpool's like, well, this is a good time for another flashback in the middle of the throw. So yeah. back at the flashback, Wade has a toy of himself from X-Men Origins. He's like, this is my most prized possession but then he dropped it, and it's a Wham! record. <laughs> yeah. That was good. He says, uh, you know, it's the most prized possession, so, you know, he's kind of planning his, his death. And Wade tells Vanessa he's going to leave because he doesn't want her to see him die slowly. Uh, she's not really down with that. She has all these other, like, oh, let's go to this clinic in, you know, Columbia or whatever, doing all this holistic stuff that, and he's just like, ah, yeah. I'm going to die. Let's just get it over with. Uh, so back at the bar, uh, Wade has a new customer. He meets him. What do you call him? Agent Smith, because he wore a black suit. And Yeah. No, he straight up, he looked like a creepier version of uh, Hugo Weaving. Yeah, he made jokes about like, oh, this bar is within 500 feet of a school. So uh, Yeah. He tells Wade, uh, Agent Smith... I don't think he got a name, so I'm just going to call him Agent Smith. And he tells Wade, uh, you know, uh, we will cure your cancer and we'll make you a superhero. And Wade's like, uh, no, this is stupid. And 
the more he thinks about it, and he's like, uh, Vanessa, I guess. So, back on the bridge, uh, Deadpool meets Negasonic Teenage Warhead, the team that Colossus brought. And Deadpool's trying to convince Colossus he's going to kill Francis, but Colossus keeps asking him to join the X-Men and use his powers for good. During this, Francis escapes, and Deadpool tries to beat up Colossus, but he can't. He ends up, like, breaking all his bones on his skin. <laughs> this was, it was full-blown, like, the Black Knight from Monty Python. Like, that's how ridiculous it got. Yeah. Deadpool's powers, by the way, is he can, he's really accurate with guns and fast, and he has Wolverine's healing ability. Yes. Uh, although I don't think it's as strong as Wolverine's, because they mentioned that uh, the healing ability is like also fighting off this terminal cancer. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, Colossus. Exactly. Co- yeah. Although Wolverine says we'll learn later is fighting off uh, metal poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Colossus cuffs him to bring him back, but Deadpool Deadpool cuts his hand off. He's like, "Give us you 127 hours." Spoiler alert. Oof. Yeah. Shout out James Franco. So. Yeah. Back to the flashback, because he jumps and lands in a trash truck, and he's like, oh, rock bottom. He's like, good time to have another flashback. <laughs> it's back to the flashback. Yeah. Wade is going into this procedure and says it's not to make his superhero suit uh, green or animated, which was a good line. And then uh, Wade's like, Strapped to this table. This is where we meet Angel Dust and Ajax, Francis. And Ajax says his powers are uh, super strength and feel pain. And he says, so what we're going to do is we're going to inject you with something to try to trigger your mutation. And if we put you under these awful conditions, you'll either turn into a mutant or you'll die. So uh, they try a bunch of things. It doesn't work. Ajax has finally gotten tired of hearing Wade talk. And threatens to sew his mouth shut. That was good. And Wade's like, that's yeah. a bad idea. Uh, it does a bunch of torture things. None of them work. Then he's like, all right, here's the main one. And he, it's like an oxygen deprivation chamber. And he says, oh, by the way, uh, we're not making superheroes. We're making super slaves. And he locks the chamber and tells Wade to enjoy his weekend. So he's going to be in a low, low oxygen levels for 48 hours. Mm-hmm. But uh, his skin gets all red and mutated and wrinkly. I'm not, but it does trigger his powers, so that's good. Uh, yeah. Ajax opens it up. Says, hey, this worked, and uh, your powers is that you're curing your cancer as fast as it forms. Uh, Angel Dust uh, goes to let him out, but he headbutts her. And he oh, steals... yeah, yeah. No, no, pardon me, doesn't she headbutt him after he uh, says something to upset her? I think he did it to her, but he. the main thing is she likes to chew on matchsticks. Yeah, and, uh... she's a former smoker, yes. I assume. So he uh, he really just wanted to pickpocket one of the matchsticks, which he did. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they uh, they put it back in the chamber, and he lights the match, and the flame kind of travels through the tubes because the tubes are sucking the oxygen. So 
oxygen is flammable. Cuts, uh, goes yeah. up, blows up the uh, the big canisters of oxygen. Uh, of course, Deadpool survives this. Sorry, Wade. It's not Deadpool yet. Survives this, and because uh, it's an explosion, and uh, he escapes. But Ajax finds him. He impales him on a pipe, bends the end of the pipe so he can't get free. And uh, later the next day, we see that the fire's out, and Wade emerges from the rubble. And explains that, uh, he's like, hey, so, this power secured my cancer, and it cured everything else. Which, he's not impaled anymore, so. Yeah. So, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Slowly regenerating body parts and everything. Yeah. Well, Wade looks for Vanessa, but he can't bring himself to have her see him, because he's so hideous. I was going to say, yeah, and they played this off really well because it's like this is a thing for like anyone who's been disfigured, dismembered or God forbid been a, been a burn victim like my brother had to go through. I don't have I ever told this on the air? No. That my brother's a burn victim? Yeah, God, I believe second degree burns on his legs when he was a teenager. Ugh. But yeah, it was not a good uh, not a good time. But no, people will like you know, if they see those things, they'll either one of two things. They'll either fixate on it the first time they see it or they will try to look away as fast as they can. And that's reflected in this scene as well. And it's kind of like they played it off really well, for sure. Yeah, it reminded me of a uh, of Spawn back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you mention it. Yeah. He couldn't bear his I wife didn't know to we see, were ever but. Yeah. I didn't know we were ever going to talk about Spawn again. <laughs> well, they're making a new one, so we might get it. But uh, uh, and his daughter, uh, his daughter, who I still follow on Instagram, my goodness, yeah. she just got back from Paris. Yeah. She's like a Broadway actor now. It's kind of crazy, but you know, hey, good, good on sticking with acting, I guess. Um, but yeah, he um, he can't bring himself to face uh, Vanessa. But he does go to Weasel, and <laughs> Weasel tells him basically how ugly he is. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, we, we quoted earlier. And uh, also, by the way, this is where he gets his name, Captain Deadpool. Yep. Uh, Wade, because Wade, uh, Francis mentioned, he's like, I'm the only one who could fix your face. And he's like, well, i got to find Francis. And uh, he threatened to kill him unless he fixes me. And yeah. this is where he comes up with his name, Captain Deadpool. And he's like, no, nah, just, well, because, uh, Weasel was like, God dang, you can't die. And I had bet, I bet on you in the Deadpool. And that's where the name yeah. came from. Drop the captain. Just yeah. Deadpool. It's cleaner. Mm-hmm. He then creates a red suit because, uh, the white one he had got blood on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, I love, uh, Al. She's like, what is it, like, uh, seltzer water and lemon to get out the bloodstains. Or wear red, dumbass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then uh, Deadpool goes on a killing spree looking for Francis until he finally finds uh, Agent Smith. And he gets the location from, he, he eventually tells him, he's like, he just, he grabs the camera and pushes it away. He's like, you might want to look away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Deadpool, uh, I don't think we mentioned, he he breaks the fourth wall. Like, 
Not as much he, as She-Hulk, does. but he does. I haven't seen She-Hulk, so I'll take your word for it. Uh, he breaks the fourth wall a lot, and he's very violent, and uh, we get a montage of that from here. And I mean, we actually got one preceding this, rather. She-Hulk actually goes to Marvel Studios and talks with Kevin Feige, so that's how much she breaks the fourth yeah. wall. I heard about that, yes. Yeah, I well, think a I robot Kevin Feige, to be accurate. Yeah, I understand. But she did ask of when the X-Men are coming. Which I guess the answer yeah. is soon, because we got Deadpool 3. Yeah. Uh, so we're back to where Deadpool left, uh, which was the garbage truck. And Deadpool now lives with a uh, blind old woman. Yes, he's, blind Al. Yeah, he's like, well, she's just like other women I've dated, except she's black, she's old, she's blind. <laughs> yes. So she's not at all like other women you've dated. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and his hand is starting to grow back. It's like a baby's hand now, which is creepy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she uh, she's trying to convince uh, Wade to just go back to your girl. And she says, you know, love is blind. And he says, no, you're blind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. But yeah. Uh, shout out Love is Blind. Great, terrible show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's so bad it's good. Uh, so Take they, it. Yeah. So uh, they go... He goes... He, he knows that um, uh, Vanessa... She was a waitress at the bar with the mercenaries. Now she's a waitress at a strip club. I wonder if this is the only Disney Plus movie with nudity in it. It's gotta be. Right? Maybe. Also, by the way, what a freaking journey to even get this loaded up. If you did, if you don't use the search bar, you just you have to go you have to go to the Marvel tab, and then you have to like scroll all the way down through the Phase One, Two, Three, Four category movies I, featuring this character, all featuring the this character, shows. all the way Marvel Legacy, all the way to <laughs> Marvel Legacy. Yeah, this isn't really Legacy anymore. It's still canon because they're making the third one. Yep. It just wasn't made by Disney. Yeah, so they want to try to hide it away because, you know, whatever. I'm the uh, administrator on the family's Disney Plus account, so I have to enter in my password every time we log in. And, like, if I wanted to block my cousin or uncle from viewing a movie like Deadpool, I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Wade goes to this strip club and... Uh, or sorry, I've left out a scene. Uh, Ajax and Angel go to the bar. As I mentioned, uh, Vanessa doesn't work there anymore. But they see a photo that Weasel took of... Uh, not Weasel. Uh, Weasel didn't take it. But he, it was a photo that uh, Wade and Vanessa had that Weasel hung up. And... Uh, what's her name? Gina Carano. Uh, Angel looks at the uh, photo. And he's like, oh, I know her. Just like, oh, Gina goes to the strip club. That's where they knew where yep. to find her. Yep. Uh, that's hot. So, it's almost like Miss Argentina. Was it Miss Argentina and Miss Puerto Rico or something like that? Uh, I think it might have been Brazil, but Brazil. either way. They both have good taste. <laughs> uh, so, Wade goes to the strip club, <laughs> and uh, it's where Vanessa's serving drinks. Stan Lee's the DJ. That might be my favorite cameo thus far. <laughs> 
<laughs> chastity on the stage. Yeah. Chastity. He had another good. Li- <laughs> what did he had another good line? It was um. Oh man, what was it? It was like you can't. Oh man, what was his other good line that he dropped? It was. Um, I don't. I don't remember. Something like you can't buy love, but you can buy ten minutes of happiness or something like that. Gosh. Oh, it's so. It's such. A, it. It's. If you've ever been to one, they, these DJs do say stupid things like that. So. It's something like that, but it's very funny. But yeah, that nice. might be my favorite Stanley cameo because it's like so out of left field. Um, he's uh, anyway. Wade is uh, he's about to meet Vanessa, but uh, Ajax gets to her first, and they kidnap her. <gasps> mhm. He then texts Wade where to meet him with a poop emoji. <laughs> <That was good. laughs> And uh, Wade loads up on a bunch of guns, which he'll later forget. And yes, and yes, da- I love it because the rationale—it's like okay, like Wade Wilson with a metric ton of guns is OP. So how do we get rid of them? Well, oh, he's gonna be- forget them. It's uh, yeah, it 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 goes back to the cab driver having the um. What is it? Uh, the, the the romantic rival. Yeah. I found the quote, by the way. It's, you can't buy love, but you can't rent it for three minutes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's good. That's more lines Stan Lee has in most movies. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he loads up on uh, on all these guns. Um, he... He recruits Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead to join him. He's like, fine, if you help me, I'll consider joining the X-Men. And that's all Colossus needed. Yeah. He only said he'll consider it, so that's really uh, not a strong, you know. No, that's like a that's like a carrot being dangled, is what yeah. that is. Well, they arrive, and uh, on the way there, the cabbie has uh, his romantic rival in the trunk of his car... He kind of took Deadpool's advice, and Deadpool is very proud of him, even though Colossus is not. Yeah. And uh, Deadpool leaves the bag of guns in the car, and the cab driver gets in a wreck and uh, gets rear-ended badly, which makes you think that the romantic rival is dead. (laughs) So he's not bringing the guns back. He's going to be tied up with the police and probably in prison for the rest of his life. Uh, Maybe not. Uh, involuntary man, yeah, well, involuntary manslaughter, but kidnapping. Mm, either way, a long time, <laughs> probably twenty years, yeah. I would say. That sounds like a twenty year. I don't know. Could be. We'll see. So anyway, um, um, so they're they're at like this old shipyard with like an old, I don't know, not a cruise ship, but like some old uh cargo ship just like I don't know like propped up being repaired on but it's like not functioning I don't know it's a weird setting yeah kind of cool it's important yeah. to notice though to know though but so Deadpool and uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead they take out a bunch of guards while Angel beats up Colossus she actually can do damage to him I guess Deadpool doesn't have super strength so yeah 
And during the fight, Colossus throws uh, Angel into like some rubble, and then when she pulls pushes the rubble off, her boob popped out, and Colossus yes. shields his eyes. He's like, "Oh, ma'am, you cover yourself." <laughs> She's like, "Oh, thank you. You're so sweet." And then Lobo's him. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, so Deadpool makes it up to where Ajax is on the top of the boat ship, eh. and Vanessa's in the oxygen depri- oxygen deprivation chamber. Uh, Deadpool tosses a sword in it to kind of you know nullify the effects a little bit. She's able to free herself, yeah. and Ajax is about to kill Deadpool. She stabs him with a sword. Back down below, Negasonic Teenage Warhead goes full power on Angel. Blows up a lot of things and then knocks the big boat they were fighting on. It collapses and breaks in half. And Wade manages to save Vanessa by trapping her in the chamber so she's like protected. And then Colossus is like run, run off with uh, Angel and Negasonic Teenage Warhead under his arms because gotta save the villain, can't let him die. Of course. And Ajax is uh, still alive and attacks Deadpool, who is, like, celebrating prematurely. And Deadpool demands Ajax fix his face, and Ajax says, there's no cure, I just made it up. And Deadpool's about to kill him when we get Colossus with a big sentimental speech. (laughs) He's like, stop. Four or five moments, Wade. He's like, for what? He's like, moments to be a hero. There are four or five moments in your life when you can choose to do one thing or you can choose to do something. And if you choose to do the right thing, these are the moments that, bang. (laughs) And he's like, what happened? And he's like, you were just going on and on. I had to shoot him in the head. (laughs) That did kill him, by the way. Yeah. And Colossus starts vomiting. (laughs) Yes. Humorously. Yeah, and uh, so, yeah, Ajax is dead. Uh, Deadpool talks to Vanessa, and she's upset with him that he left because she thought he died, and he's like, oh, I'll take off this mask, but you don't, you're not going to like what you see, and he takes it off. There's <laughs> a picture of Hugh Jackman stapled to his face. <laughs> yes. And then she takes that off and sees his, you know, what's left and she's like eh, you know I can live with this <laughs> and uh, they kiss <laughs> as Careless Whisper plays on Wade's phone because it's his most prized possession and uh, Colossus comes in and says something else he's like you're still here why didn't you leave <laughs> but and roll credits but wait we got a post credit scene yep Ferris Wade, Bueller yeah, Wade exits the bathroom in a robe, very Ferris Bueller day off, and he says, oh, mm-hmm. you're expecting a teaser for Deadpool 2? Maybe Samuel L. Jackson shows up with an eye patch." He's like, we don't have that kind of money. And the credits start to roll again, and then he comes back. He's like, well, one thing I will say, uh, we're going to have Cable, you know, time-traveling mutant badass. Um, don't know who we're going to cast yet. Probably a big dude with a flat top, not sure. Maybe Mel Gibson... Dolph Lundgren, Kira Knightley, and uh, she's got. Rip. That's it. We we will later learn it is uh, Thanos is Deadpool. Yeah, they did pretty good on casting, and yeah, like Josh yeah, Brolin not... looked very similar to like this could have been Mel Gibson. Yeah. Yeah, not to jump ahead, but I mean, 
we know who they cast and it they nailed it and yep. I, this was this was also one of my favorite post credit scenes because it's not it, it shouldn't be like an MCU teaser like we got with Ant Man it should be like Deadpool just being like well I don't know maybe we're gonna have Cable that's cool so it's very much what they did with the uh, the announcement of Deadpool three where Hugh Jackman's just walking by it's like yeah I'm gonna play Wolverine one more time it's like yeah sure Ryan. So, I, I like that. It's a nice change of pace. It's funny. And that was Deadpool. Officially. That was Deadpool. Mm-hmm. That was Deadpool. Real um, We're going to rate this now. This was a pretty solid comedy. I don't really have a lot bad to say about it. Uh, you mentioned the small budget. You can feel it in the movie and in the plot and everything. It felt like a small movie, you know? Um. But yeah. that being said, I do think this was a well-earned 8 out of 10. Yeah, they said they only had budget for... He's like, where are the other X-Men? What, we only had budget for, for just you? Like Colossus? Yeah. He was barely in X2, and he was in X3. I don't know where this picks up. Is this... Uh, I guess this is, what, after uh, Days of Future Past... I would assume. Okay. So that's where we picked up on. And in a couple weeks, we're going to go a different. We're going to go before. So timeline gets real confusing. Just reboot the X-Men. I'm going to go eight and a half. I I really enjoyed it. It was very funny. The action's really good. It's uh, a lot of new stuff we haven't seen before. Uh, The violence Mm -hmm. is is well done. They do... Uh, violent comedy well too where it's like a guy on a overpass like a freeway overpass just falls down and he's like that guy was here when I got here and um, or when he just chucks what is it like a license plate right at Francis's head or something <laughs> uh, but yeah and then TJ Miller even though he, he might be a dick in real life but hilarious in this movie Eight and a half, well deserved, and uh, that concludes Disney Plus Month. That was what that uh, does. five five Disney Plus movies in a row. Yeah, no, we are leaving Disney Plus. Also, happy November sixteenth for those just, of you listening on release date. Just a week. Yeah. Now, that being said, next week, if you want to keep up with us, fire up HBO Max. And I want you to look for Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. As of right now, I believe we're just going to watch the uh, theatrical version. I think that's the only cut they have on Max. Um, If we change our mind, we'll let you know at the beginning of next week's episode. And, you know, you can... Whatever. Doesn't matter. Thanksgiving Eve, November 23rd, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. And Mm. we are thankful for you listening. Can't wait till you join us again next week. And I just want to say, to quote, sorry. Oh, man. It's so quotable, dude. I know, but uh, I thought you would have had one ready. Yeah, I got one right here. To quote Deadpool. Shit. Did I leave the stove on? <laughs>